Hello, hello. Welcome back to Two Blondes, One Pod. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Haley. Happy Monday. Thanks for being here. We're um, so excited for this episode today. Yeah. It's going to be good. Uh, let's get into weekly updates. Okay. Um, I literally have none. Sorry. Was My- your week so boring? <laughs> what happened? Why do you have? Why do you not have a weekly update? Uh, yeah. My week has been very boring. I'm a stay-at-home mom and... I mean, I guess, I don't know, I took Rowan to dance today. Nice. You know? How is she, she liking it? She likes it. She likes it a lot, I think. Um, it's a lot better than her last dance class. Yeah. Um, and they got to exchange Valentines today, so. Wait, that's cute. Yeah. I'm currently staring at your Valentines. You're getting your kids tomorrow. And they are very cute. Mm-hmm. Chelsea went above and beyond. They got books. They got blankets, right? Are those blankets? <laughs> mm-hmm, blankets. They got little toys. It's cute. <laughs> You're a cute mom. Thanks. Hey. Yeah, it was nice of you. Yeah. My kids are getting nothing. That's okay, too. <laughs> Literally. I love Valentine's. We talked about this last time, but I got them nothing this time. You know what? That's fine. Honestly, like, <laughs> if I didn't do anything, they would know no difference, you yeah. know? So. They don't know, but it's just fun to do. It's fun for you to do. It is. It's more for me than them, honestly, but yeah. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. What about you? What did you do this week? Yeah. We, Vince and I got to do a little overnighter in Park City. So that was fun. Yeah. We went to dinner the night before and then we just went back to the hotel. We sat in the hot tub. We got ice cream and sat in bed. We were going to watch a movie, but we were both just kind of like, nah, we didn't didn't know what we wanted to watch so he ended up just watching his show and I read my book and it was like just so nice we were eating out of the same like ice cream carton while we were both kind of doing our own thing that sounds awesome it was amazing honestly I I love when you get like an overnighter away from the kids and it's you want to like fit everything into that one night but I mean it's like let's just sleep yeah like why are we not just resting yeah that's the number one priority I feel like (laughs) no truly and then we woke up the next day and we had breakfast and then we went skiing which was so fun I haven't been skiing for a few years and I literally you're gonna laugh at me okay (laughs) I literally started crying (laughs) as we went down the first slope because I just felt like a human being doing something fun for myself and like it's not that I like don't have fun every day but it's like I don't know just like doing something that just felt so freeing I literally shed actual tears Mm. so it's like what's wrong with you no I'm not gonna (laughs) laugh at you for that and then one more thing Vivi went skiing for the first time today so or not today this last week my Mm. husband took her and she's about to turn four and it was so cute he just said like Well, for one, he said it was a lot more work than he was expecting. Like, it just was a lot of work to take a four-year-old, almost four-year-old skiing. Um, But he said it was, like, so amazing to, like, watch her do something that he's done for, like, 20-plus years. That's been, like, such a big passion of his. And to, like, watch her do it and, like, to have fun. She loved it. So that was really fun. Yeah. Like a cute highlight. Those pictures were so cute. Yeah, they were sweet. Yeah. And Kale loved watching my son, Kale. He's almost two. Um, he loved watching the videos of her skiing. I he was see like, them yay, too. come home. <laughs> yay, go skiing. He was so cute. He's next. I know he is next. Yeah, that's really fun. We want to take the girls skiing too. But yeah, we felt like this year, I don't know. Rowan's just a little too She's early. just not. Yeah, she's just not ready. So maybe next year. But yeah. 
Yeah. Fun. Well, cute. More exciting than me for sure. You know, it's all right. Every week is different. So, <laughs> um, what about pop culture this week? What do we want to chat about? Okay. So, well, two days ago was the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, <laughs> I only watched because I'm a basic B. Yeah. And I watched for Taylor Swift, obviously. I wore my Taylor Swift Eras t-shirt. Good girl. During the game. So. Good girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have like a lot to report on from the Super Bowl other than like, let's just talk about the elephant in the room Ugh, about yeah. Travis, Travis, because I have really mixed thoughts yeah. on him right now. When I first saw him like scream at the coach and yeah. he kind of like shoved him almost. Yeah. He like bumped into yeah. him and like. I think it looked worse than it was. Mm-hmm. He like bumped into him. I mean, it was aggressive. Like obviously you can you can watch any video and like it looks aggressive. The vein but I was do think popping out of his head. Oh yeah. But I do think the actual physical altercation wasn't intentional. I yeah, like, I, I think you know. so too. I when I first saw it, I said to David, wow, he is not making himself look good right now. No. That was my first initial reaction. And also, um, I don't even know what game it was, but when he like threw his helmet down. Yeah. Do you remember that? No. I was just like, he is not making himself look very good. But then after I had like a little more time to think about it, I was just like, you know what? Like this is his life. Obviously it's the Super Bowl. Like the stakes are really high. He's human. Like let's, you know, just, we we need to like, let it be okay. But then I keep going back and forth because I'm also like, we don't want to like normalize that behavior and just say it's it's not okay. okay. Well, that's why I think it can be two things at once. I think it can be what he did, the way he acted, not okay. Not a great look for him. And I hope he looks at that and is like, I looked like a freaking idiot. Because he yeah. did. He just looked very immature. And yeah, it just wasn't a good look. But I also think at the same time, people on social media just calling him an abuser, a narcissist, I just think it's so far-fetched. Like, I'm like, listen, you cannot base you cannot have that opinion based on one interaction in a very highly competitive environment with very high stakes like I think that's just so unfair so while I think the action was inexcusable and I hope he apologizes for it on his podcast I don't think it's very fair to like just say that's his entire character you Mm -hmm. know yeah I totally agree yeah um but then there was you know, the famous Viva Las Vegas moment oh. at the end. <laughs> I got and, the ick for Taylor. Okay. So I was putting my girls to bed and I came downstairs like right as the Chiefs won. And so I was sitting on the couch watching like all their um, reactions, you yes. know? And immediately that was my first reaction to I was just like, what is he doing? Yeah. And then poor Taylor's face. I know. Yeah. She's just like, I love you, but why? <laughs> but also, see, I, I just have really mixed thoughts because at the same time, I'm just like, okay, he just won the Super Bowl. Like, let's just yeah. let him be happy and yeah, excited. So, yeah. I mean, I didn't have whatever. any issues with him doing that. I just thought Taylor's reaction was really funny. It is funny. But you know what? 
if that's the man she chooses to love, yeah, I support her. Yeah. Period. I mean, honestly, it made me like this whole experience kind of made me feel like he is not endgame for her. <laughs> But we'll see. It's early days. It's early days. I feel like this is the most personality we have seen from him. And it's like two extremes. Yes. And neither of them are like very attractive. Yeah. No, but- it's true. But I will say then watching how truly like genuinely in love they were like in all the little clips and videos after the game I'm just like it's so cute like I have to partake I I love it the pictures were so cute and the after party videos where they're like so cute yeah dancing and singing together so good it's like all my like explore page on Instagram it's all Travis and Taylor right now like and I just I keep watching the same videos I think they're adorable (laughs) but it's the best we love to see it I just I don't, I, I can't tell which light I see him in now, but it's a yeah. different one. You know? I just am really curious to see kind of how he addresses it moving forward. And you know, he's yeah. going to take full accountability. I mean, he has to, if he doesn't, he's just dumb. Well, he's going to, he's going to be yeah. like, there's exactly. But that's why he's I want to just... see how he actually, cause I think he will too, but I think the way that he words it and how he presents it is going to tell a lot about like him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you can kind of tell when someone's just like, ooh, whatever. You know, like, I just have to say this for the media, whatever, you know? Um, One thing that I wanted to say was that I absolutely loved seeing Blake Lively there with her. I love Blake and Taylor's relationship. Um, But I just thought she looked so cute. I loved her outfit. I love Blake Lively. And I read, I was, like, my jaw was on the floor. I read about how much her jewelry cost that she wore to the Super Bowl. Do you want to just take a guess? I'm gonna guess five hundred thousand. It was four sixty nine. Wow, I'm four hundred and sixty nine thousand dollars on jewelry. I thought that was crazy. That is crazy, crazy sauce. Did, but she looked cute. Yeah, she always looks perfect. Did you see Ryan Reynolds post? No. So he, because there was a Deadpool ad. Oh, okay. You know, during the commercials, yeah. uh-huh. and. I can't remember what he like initially said about the commercial, but then he was like, has anyone seen my wife? <laughs> I just think they're so funny. I love that. I love them. I know. They're so too. cute. Okay. But then if you're going to address the people that came with Taylor Swift to the game, we have to address Ice Spice throwing up devil signs. Yeah. What was that? That actually creeped me out. There are not a lot of things that make my jaw drop. But that, when I saw that pointed out, like, it is clear as day. Oh, you can't. I mean, there's there's no, you can't work your way around that. Like Anyway, I'm not a big conspiracy theory gal, but that creeps me out. Ooh, I am. I love conspiracy theories. But okay. I will say that was just, I mean, right in your face. Like, you can't, you know, that was just so weird. And I just think, like, all the conspiracies conspiracies that happen surrounding the Super Bowl and then for her to do that it's just kind of like I don't know just creepy I just thought it was so creepy I was freaked out weird things okay and then halftime show um I want to know what you rate Usher's halftime show out of what am I rating out out of five six really you loved it I loved it I was like we went to my parents for the Super Bowl And I was like in the middle of the floor 
twerking, like so happy. My stepdad was so annoyed. He was like rolling his eyes, turning up the volume. So mad. I love that. I loved it. I thought it was so fun. And you know what? I don't even consider myself like a huge Usher fan, but we just grew up with all of those. I know all of those songs. And so I was just like, okay, you know, I know every single one of these songs. This is fun. I did not expect little John to be there. I was shocked at all the people who made like a surprise appearance. Yeah, Alicia Keys. Yes, Alicia Keys was so good. And she's just so amazing. Yeah, but you know what's funny? Okay, so I did not know who this was when she initially came out, but I guess it was her. Yes, her. And my friend kept telling me it's her. And I was like, who? She's like, her. One playing the guitar. Yeah, I didn't know that there was an artist named her. So I was so confused. I did, but I have no idea what she looks like or like any of her songs or anything. Yeah. But did you see that people were mistaking her for Northwest? People thought that was Northwest. I did not see that, but that is so funny. Like playing a guitar. I'm like, guys, (laughs) really? They obviously don't follow her on TikTok. (laughs) Obviously not. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. What what did you think? I really liked it. I thought, I just think... He really is such a good performer. I mean, he's pushing like his late 40s. Uh, yeah, I and think he's 45. Yeah, okay, so up, mid 40s. Yeah. And I thought he still looked so hot. I thought he is still such a good dancer. I thought his vocals were actually really good because that caliber of performance, dancing and all of that, like seriously is got to be so challenging. And I just thought he did such a good job. I've like heard people say it was kind of like boring or whatever, but like... I've just seen so many bad Super Bowl halftime performances that I'm just like, this was a good one. Mm-hmm. I still think the one with like Eminem was my favorite of that like Eminem legendary. and 50 Cent. Yeah, that one was so good. But like, I still rank this one high. I thought it was so good. Yeah. And he got married that night. Oh. He oh. got married to his girlfriend that he has two kids with. Um, Jennifer, um, let's see, what's her last name? I have no idea. Goy I don't know. Anyway, he has two kids with her. Okay. And they went and got married that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a cute one. Esher's no mom, idea. like, was their witness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's cute. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah, that's cute. I'm so happy for Usher. Yeah. I didn't know I was such a big Usher fan, but I, I loved his <laughs> halftime performance. It's a good so. throwback. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Did you watch The Bachelor? Yeah, so let's give bachelor thoughts. Do a little like, bachelor recap. Yeah, like are we in like four, week four. or five episodes or something? I think it's week four and tomorrow will be the fifth episode. Like tonight will be the fifth episode actually because it's a okay. two-part episode this week. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yes, so tell me what you think of Joey. Okay, well I love Joey. And I just feel like the way he's responded to a lot of things, it hasn't just been like your usual like, okay, Matt on The Bachelor, the one that's like still with Rachel, Rachel mm-hmm. Kirkconnell. I just like the whole time he was just like, thank you for telling me that. But he had nothing to like actually like say to validate people. It was just kind of like, thank mm-hmm. you for telling me that. I feel like Joey really like listens, takes time to process and then speaks. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like the way he validates them so individually as well is really like nice to see mm-hmm. and I loved watching his one-on-one with Lexi I actually really like Lexi um and 
Yeah, I just, because she's the one that talked about, like, endometriosis. Okay. I was going to ask, is she the one that yeah. he had his one-on-one with last night? Yeah, and I just feel like he was just like, you're so much more than that. Like, I'm, like, looking to get to know you for you, not just, like, whether or not you can, like, have children in the future. You know, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like everything he says is really good mm-hmm. and genuine. Yeah, he is. He's very genuine. I love Joey, too. And I, it's, like, so exciting for me to have there be a bachelor that I'm excited about because yeah. and who's actually hot <sighs> yes thank seriously, you Zach, no he was not it no so vanilla oh my gosh don't even get me started hated Zach hated Clayton I'm just like yeah. so excited Clayton was a train wreck <laughs> oh my gosh yeah, yeah I just I just love Joey he yeah. is he's so sweet and so cute yeah um, I'm an, I'm annoyed at the drama that's going on I just, I personally, maybe this is a hot take, but I don't feel like it is. I personally think Maria is being like way put out as like this bad, terrible person. And I'm like, oh yeah, no, totally. The things that she's said, I'm like, are you, are you serious? Like she's just asked a direct question. Why did you say that? Or what did I do to hurt you? That is not bullying. No. (laughs) Like what the hell? It's been a long time since someone on reality TV has triggered me as much as Sydney. Oh yeah. She's, she's bad. Yeah. And Ashley Iaconetti or whatever her last name is now is the one that got her on the show. Oh yeah, they were. And I'm like, well, that kind of makes sense. I like Ashley Iaconetti now, but I'm like, I mean, she is drama through and through. You know what's a big surprise to me though? What's her name? Is it Leah or Leah? Oh yeah, she's she's out for me. I do not like her anymore. She was so sweet, and now she's a mean girl. No, this is what this is what happens, and why you have to like keep your eyes on people because she is definitely showing her true colors and she just, I don't know what, how she approached Medina. I was like, yeah, you're not a girl's girl. No, you're mad about Medina's response to Sydney leaving. Like seriously. Yeah. I'm very surprised by her because she went from throwing her letter in the fire. Yes. You know, to being like everyone's hero to straight up mean girl. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love Joey. I am, however, concerned about how yellow his eyes are. Oh, have you noticed? No, (laughs) he straight up has, um, what's it called? Like the the babies have when they're like jaundice, like jaundice. Yes. Why have I not noticed this? His eyes are so yellow. Is his liver failing because he's so stressed? I don't know, but I'm worried about him. These girls would be stressing me out. Yeah, he has to be tired. They're, yeah. Like, <laughs> he's a counselor in every episode. He oh has to be tired. Gosh, but yeah. yeah, I'm worried it's about true. him. Yeah. Well, hope Joey, we hope you're doing okay. <laughs> we hope you're happily engaged. Sending our love. Um, <laughs> this is the first time I'm, well, not the first time ever, but like the first time in a long time that I'm not um, reading spoilers ahead of time. Oh, I, love I read, read spoilers. spoilers. So I don't even know. So don't spoil it for me. Okay. Yeah. I always <laughs> read spoilers. I cannot help myself. I love a good spoiler. Yeah, it's good. Um, before we end on the bachelor note, I'm going to need you to tell everyone what you told me about Daisy, about the music video. Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay. So I, it was like right after the first or second episode release. It must've been second because, um, it was after her one-on-one. I was like reading through, there's this page and it's called like the bachelorette or whatever. And it's just like a fan page for the bachelor, but they do a bunch of memes and (laughs) there was a meme about Daisy, but it was like a good one. Like, just like, we love her, whatever. And someone commented, they're like, okay, yeah, but have you seen the music video? 
And I was like, what? <laughs> so there is a music video and I can't remember what it's called, but you just search like Daisy the Bachelor music video and it will pop right up. She sings on this music video and you guys, it is bad. Not because she has like a bad voice, but like the lyrics to this song. They are disgusting. They're disgusting. It's not even just like, oh, it's like whatever. No, no, no. They are gross. The guy singing, I just, I was blown away. So if you have not watched this video, maybe don't because it might ruin her for you. I don't know. No, no. You need to see it to believe it. Yeah. It's, it's actually like quite appalling, like jaw dropped. <laughs> yeah it's really bad but it's bad. anyway I just needed that information out there everyone like <laughs> I wasn't gonna gatekeep that everyone needs to know that information so yeah so good and it stayed under wraps I don't know how because I haven't seen it anywhere else so there I you know, go there's a either. there's a fun tidbit I'm, you're not seeing other way, other places <laughs> yeah go look that up it's really good um okay so should we get into today's episode yeah let's do it okay so the topic of today's episode is self-love which we thought was just so fitting to do for the month of February. Yes. You know, we don't want to just talk about like the people we love. We want to yeah. talk about ourselves. And we do love them, but you know, we're more interesting. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So I have been thinking about this a lot. Okay. Um, self-love is something that I have struggled with my whole life as I feel most people do. Probably. Yeah. And if you're not a person who's struggled with self-love your whole life, you at least have at some point in your life yeah. or another, like everyone does. It's not, you know, it's not anything that we all don't deal with. Right. Um, but I feel like with my specific personality type, I tend to be like a little more unsure of myself. I tend to kind of be bad at like making decisions and like relying on other people's like approval and things like that. And so I feel like, um, with that, I kind of end up being like more codependent on like my friends or my husband or, you know, just whoever. And, um, this is something that I didn't really think was like a big deal for me. It's just something that like I've kind of always lived with. You just have kind of like accepted that part of you almost and you just it's like you're normal. Yeah, it hasn't been like a major problem. It's just kind of who I am. It's yeah. something I've always known about myself. Yeah. Um it did not present itself as a major problem in my life until after I had my first baby, which um Postpartum is like a whole thing in and of itself. Yeah, it's a doozy. Yeah. So I don't want to get like too into it, but as people who have gone through postpartum know, um, every emotion and every thought is just amplified by like a million. Right? Don't you agree? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> or is it just me? No, not just you. Uh, well, after I had my first baby, I was severely depressed. I did not realize I was depressed. I actually thought I just had baby blues. Yeah. Uh, because when you have your first baby, you don't really know what's normal. Exactly. Um, but no, I was severely depressed. Um, I had no idea. And I'd never dealt with like true depression until that time. Yeah. Um, and like every negative thought that like I'd ever had about myself to be true. Um, and that like I'd just been living with and pushing under the rug and, you know, She's yeah. been living with the whole time, kind of like all just came out and like hit me all at once. 
And so it was really hard because I didn't believe that I was a good mother or that I could take care of my new baby. Even I did not feel like a good wife. I like physically was not taking care of myself. I remember David, like literally holding sandwiches to my mouth to feed me Mm, at that time because I was not feeding myself. I definitely was not getting ready. You know, I just was not taking care of myself like at all. So long story short, I was in a really dark place. Um, and I knew that obviously I could not stay there, um, because I did not feel good and I had a brand new baby that I needed to take care of. So, you know, a lot of people were relying on me and I couldn't just like not get out of bed. Right. Um, and so there were a lot of things that I had to do to get to a better place, but I knew that one of those things was going to be that I needed to like build my self-confidence back up. And I had to learn a lot of self-love tactics. And so basically, um, I still don't like consider myself to be a confident person. Yeah. I still consider myself like pretty, I don't know, pretty unsure of myself. I know that like, I have like a lot of self-deprecating humor and I use humor to cope. Yeah. Um, so I have a long way to go, but I know that like self-love is a lifelong journey too. Yeah. It's not just, well, you know. we're like constantly evolving as human beings. Our situations and environments are changing. And so I think we have to adjust as well. Yeah. You're always going to be working on loving yourself. Like, yeah. and you may not expect to like fall so low um, at times. And so it's important to have the tools to be able to like rebuild your self-love and like your self-worth. Yep. Um, so anyway, Haley and I, we came up with a list of things that, uh, you can do every day to build your self-love and self-worth. Um, we wanted to do a little challenge And we're calling it 60 days to loving yourself. (laughs) We were initially going to do a hundred days, but we felt like 60 is a little more doable. Yeah. We just wanted it to be somewhat attainable. I mean, cause we were thinking about it like for ourselves cause we're going to do it as well, obviously. And so we're like, what is a attainable goal? And we also wanted to come up with things that we felt like were realistic. And Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean, I mean, I'm sure you're going to hear some of the things and be like, well, I can't do that. Or I don't want to do that. Or I don't have time to do that. And I think a lot of these things can be pretty seamlessly added to your day. But I also think, and this is like kind of another challenge I want to throw out there is if you feel an initial reaction of like, oh, I don't have time for that, or I can't do that. I think, at least for me, I've realized that a lot of the things that I thought that I couldn't do were just things that I wasn't prioritizing or I just didn't want to do badly enough. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all go through different times where, like, things, you know, vary in importance. But I think loving ourselves and showing ourselves love every day, especially for the women who are listening to this, for the moms who are listening to this, is just such a crucial part of our everyday life because we can get very lost in what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, 
like Haley said, we wanted all of these things to be like attainable. And when I, when I was first thinking about the topic of self-love, I was like, oh, you know, like don't let what people say get to you and give yourself grace and things like that. But people just tell you to tell yourself, right. You know, just like things that like you're expected to do, but we wanted to come up with a list of like actual like tactics and things to do. Tangible things. Yeah. So some of these things are like more time consuming than others. Some of these things are really quick, but we feel that they're all realistic to do in a day. So, um, and if you are wanting to participate, we thought that choosing three of these things, um, was, was good. was a good amount. Um, we have, how many do we have on our list, Haley? 22? 22. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So we compiled a list of 22 things that, uh, we'll just go ahead and talk about. We'll kind of yeah. run through them. And, um, and if you don't want to choose three, like if that's feels a lot to you, even just choosing one, like, I think it would be great and just whatever you kind of feel called to and yeah, we yeah. want it to be, we don't Not want it stressful. to be overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. We want it to be like a really positive thing. So yeah, if you're feeling overwhelmed by doing three things, then yeah, pick two or pick one. Perfect. Um, okay. But we can go ahead and just get started. We're just going to talk about all the things we've written down. So the first one that we put was get ready every day. So this is pretty self-explanatory, but basically when you take the time to put effort into your physical appearance and you get ready and you feel better about yourself, then you're going to feel, you know, better about yourself throughout the day and about your day. And I think like for me as a stay at home mom, this is something that's hard because like there are times, I mean, I do go to the gym and stuff, but like aside from that, like I don't leave my house a ton. Like a majority of my day is spent at home. And so it's kind of like, oh, what's the point? But there is just something that makes you more productive mm-hmm. when you like put on your appearance of like, I'm ready to take on the day. Yeah. And it could look different for everyone too. Totally. I mean, some girls want to do like full glam. Um, for me, getting ready these days looks like brushing my eyebrows and brushing my hair so it looks presentable and maybe a little bit of makeup and at least putting on a bra you know what I mean but just like feeling like if I have to go take the trash out or something I at least look a little bit presentable yeah so and it does make me feel better yeah than the days that I've just like stayed in jammies all day long so yeah I think so too Yeah, yeah I think that's a good one Number two is daily affirmations. And I feel like affirmations has become a bigger thing, but I feel like a lot of people don't really know like how to get started with doing affirmations. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I thought about when we came up with this one was I feel like for me, I've had to choose things first that actually, that I actually believe about myself. Okay. So starting with things like, that I actually believe. Like mm-hmm. I am, you know, a kind person or I am a good friend, like things that I actually believe about myself. And then once I feel like I'm used to talking to myself in a positive way, then I can add in things that I want to believe about myself, Yeah, you know? And so I feel like that's something that's really helped me. Yeah. I feel like affirmations can be kind of daunting to some people. Um, I was thinking about it and doing affirmations can look different for everyone. Um, 
I have a friend who does daily affirmations and she's really big into them. She'll literally just like take a marker and write on her mirror. Like they're all over her mirror, her affirmations. And she will just say them to herself in the mirror as she gets ready for the day. But for someone who maybe it's really hard for yourself to look in the mirror and speak to yourself positively. I know that sounds sad, but it is hard for some people. Yeah. Um, another good way to do affirmations is you can literally like, like cut up strips of paper and write an affirmation on each one. And then you can put them, put them in a jar. And then like at the beginning of every day, you could just draw one out of the jar and you can focus on that one affirmation throughout the day. But like I said, there's so many ways that you can do affirmations. Um, but yeah, I, you can like just get on Pinterest if you need help getting started and just pick the ones that speak to you. But I just know at the end of every day, I'm going to have my daughter say her I am's, you know, which are her like little affirmations and things that I want her to believe about herself. And so why wouldn't I do the same? Because I think it's important for her to do it. So why not me? Yeah. I love that. Vince does that with Vivi every night too. It's so cute. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. Um, number three, do one physical activity that makes you feel good. So this can be like, if you love to work out, you know, take three hours at the gym, if that's what makes you feel good. Or if you love to dance, maybe you just dance at home or you take a Zumba class or I was going to say, even like if you, for whatever reason, like can't go out to do that, like, and you love to dance, like dance in your kitchen, Mm -hmm. dance when you're getting ready, like dance with your kids, you know? Yeah. Make it as easy and simple as you can for yourself. Or if you love to just like take a walk or even just stretching, if stretching makes you feel good, you know what? Like just whatever that is, just find one physical activity because obviously we all know, you know, I'm not someone who like loves to work out, but do I feel good after I do it? Yes. Yes. So we all know working out makes you feel good. So One physical activity. Movement too, like actually helps release like emotions in your body. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, and stressors. And so I feel like it's, it's just such a great way to take care of yourself, not just for like whatever physical, you know, way you want to look or whatever, but Mm -hmm. just like overall, Mm -hmm. there's so many great benefits to it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number four, prioritize sleep. Which, oh my gosh, if you have a newborn baby, I'm so sorry. Maybe just skip ahead. (laughs) No, but like it's because it's so hard because there are stages of life that you just get less sleep and you have to figure out how to work with that. Totally. This one may not be for everyone, but for the people it is for. Yes. For the people that I was going to say for the people, even in my stage of life where both of my kids, at least if they are not sick, sleep through the night and I can prioritize my sleep better. Mm-hmm. A lot of nights I choose to not. And I almost always regret it. Like, cause I'll stay up doing whatever, you know, reading or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I almost always regret it. So obviously it's like that one is tough for people in certain stages of life. But I think for most of us, it's a choice that we're making to not, yeah, you know, go to bed earlier. Yeah. But if you can, I think you know, whatever is going to put you in the best sleepy mood. So if you can have like a really, you know, big night routine or, you know, you just take your magnesium at night or whatever you do, you know, I'm not in that stage of life, so I can't relate, but (laughs) I wish I was, I would love to be doing that. So, um, number five, 
This one, I'm not exactly sure what to call it. I was trying to explain it to Haley and she's probably very confused. Um, No, I'm not. But but basically I put make your life easier. And what I mean by this, um, this is something that I say to myself every day. So in the morning, um, as soon as my kids wake up, I'm going to immediately pull out their pajamas and their lotion and everything they're going to need at bedtime. Because I know by the time bedtime comes at the end of the day, I am going to be so impatient, so overstimulated. I don't want to have to be getting everything ready for bedtime. Yeah. So I do it in the morning or first thing in the morning. If I know we're going somewhere, I'm packing the diaper bag, right? Just things that are going to, you know, essentially make my life easier for that day. Okay. And this is something that I'm just, I tell myself after I do it, okay, I'm being nice to myself. I'm, I'm making my life easier. Yeah. So basically you're just like preparing for your day. (laughs) Yeah. I do that. Um, or I try to do that with the gym. I will like put out my workout clothes the Mm -hmm. night before, or like at least plan out what I'm going to wear. And one, it makes me like excited to go to the gym. If I lay out a cute outfit and yeah, you know, want to wear it or whatever. And two, it's just like in the morning time, my kids have a lot of energy and I'm trying to do breakfast and all these things. And so if mm-hmm. I already like have that done, I'm way more likely to go. Yeah. You know, cause yep. it's not another thing for me to have to figure out what am I going to wear? Yep. You don't have to think about it. Yeah. So I love that you're, one. You're just doing kind of something nice for yourself, doing something nice future. for your future yeah, your self. Future self. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number six is serve someone else. And I think this one is so good because I feel like it's very easy for us, especially in our current society, to become very selfish people. And I I say this directly but lightly at the same time because I want to emphasize that I believe that putting work and energy into yourself is so important, but I do think sometimes in our current culture and with social media and things, we take it a little bit far where we just are constantly thinking about ourselves, how to better ourselves, how to better our environment. And we like forget about the other people that Mm -hmm. also need us. And it can be in such small ways, you know, Mm -hmm. like a few weeks ago, I just sent a Venmo to my friend for her morning coffee. you know just like something so like that didn't that literally cost me basically nothing and took zero energy Mm -hmm. you know and so I don't know not that's like that that's like totally like serving someone I don't know but I just feel like you know you're just like letting someone know that you're thinking about them right and just like you said letting someone you know that you're thinking about them like it doesn't have to be that you're buying someone something every single day right it can literally just be sending a text or whatever and I know that like some people's love language that they're best at giving is like giving service. And so, you know, this one may feel really good to some people. Yeah. It was basically the point when you serve people, you feel good, makes yourself feel good. Yeah, totally. So if that's your love language, like this one's for you. Yeah. Um, number seven, uh, write in a gratitude journal. Yeah. So, this Which can be I kind of hate this one, but oh. it's because I suck at it. I've oh, tried well, me too. I've tried so many gratitude journals. Okay, so this is the one Haley's gonna work yeah, on. Yeah, this is this is the one I must do. Yeah. So <laughs> I put like the gratitude journal can either be like directly about yourself. So 
I, you know, I'm so grateful for my eyes for letting me see today or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so it can be like directly like to yourself or it can just be about like, it can be a normal gratitude journal about yeah. like everyday things because Your life we, circumstance and yeah, we blessings. all know. Yeah. That when you're focused and thinking about your blessings and things that you're grateful for, you're ultimately going to be feeling better about your life. Yeah. So, you know, it can be either or. There's a but. reason why gratitude journals are so like such a big thing yeah. and why a lot of successful people use them. Yeah. I think it's just a habit that you have to get into for it to really start like taking effect in your life. Yeah. And then along with that kind of, um, is another type of journaling and this can just be any journaling, like talking, writing down, you know, what you did that day talking about, I don't know, for me, I'm like, I love writing in a journal because it is a form of venting that does not affect anyone else negatively Mm -hmm. and nobody can judge me for it. Yep. (laughs) And yeah, but you can, you can even write down like maybe just some of your like negative thoughts about yourself or, you know, just like anything that you need to get off your chest. Um, anything you need to get off your chest or you can just like, if you want it to be positive, you can write like a love letter to yourself. There are like, if it's hard for you to journal and you're not sure what to write about, you can literally just go on Pinterest and you can search, um, self-love journal prompts. And there are so many on Pinterest. Pinterest So that can help always. Yeah. That can help guide you a little bit if journaling is like hard for you, but you want to get into it. Yeah. So, um, number nine, we put hug yourself and take deep breaths. Now (laughs) (laughs) this might sound a little funny, but like a little woo woo, a little woo woo, but like, don't knock it till you try it. Okay. Like hugging yourself feels good. If it is, however, too woo-woo for you to be hugging on yourself, (laughs) I do think just practicing and like, you don't even have to like be so good at doing breath work or anything, but just like taking a, taking a moment to do a few deep breaths is so good for you. Yeah. So I don't know. Any other thoughts on that? No. Yeah. I just feel like coming back to your body and just reminding yourself to breathe I feel like helps you to one be present and to kind of take away some stressors Mm -hmm. yeah yeah all right and then we have surround yourself with things you love and I love this one because I feel like this one can be super small um something like maybe if you drink a drink in the morning, you can get a coffee mug or whatever it is, a, a cup that is your favorite color. Mm-hmm. You know, just like little things that kind of remind you that. Yeah. You know, just surround yourself with things that like you look at and you're just like, oh, I love that. And it makes you smile. Yes. Just, it just makes you happy. Yeah. You can just decorate your home with cute things or your office space or just whatever. And like you said, with the color, I kind of have been leaning into that this year. A friend gave me this idea so my favorite color is pink. And so like, I just bought a pink hydro jug and my notebook is pink and, you know, so I'm just yeah. like kind of leaning into pink and, you know, I like to see it and it makes me feel good. Yeah. I love so, that. Yeah. Uh, number 11, um, we put self love workbooks. So when I was going through my struggle of depression, And I knew that I needed some tactics for self-love. 
I I don't even remember how I found this workbook, but basically there's a workbook on Amazon. I'm sure there's many. This one specifically, I think it's called Self-Love Workbook for Women. Um, so you can look that up on Amazon and I'll try to link it to on our Instagram. Um, but basically it's, it's just a workbook that has you do little practices every day and you can do like as many as you want, or you can just do one a day or whatever. So it's not very time consuming, you know, it'd take you like five, 10 minutes a day. Um, but that's something really easy to do. Did I say that it's like $10? It's not. No, that's great. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cheap. And like, it's a nice way for you to just have something that like, you don't really have to think about it's like guided for you you know what I mean you yeah can just go back to it every day and do one and call it good yeah so yeah that's awesome yeah great tool all right we've got set a goal and keep the promise to yourself so this one is really good and really hard <laughs> I feel like how many times do we set goals and not follow through with them but there's something about following through with a goal that you've set that really helps you to build self-confidence and even like a level of trust with yourself that you are going to do what you said you were going to do. Like, I feel like we expect that of other people a lot Mm -hmm. to, you know, do what they say they're going to do. But a lot of times we don't do that within ourselves. Yeah. It's really important actually to keep promises to yourself to be able to build self-trust. And so it can be like, Literally, if you want to make this challenge, that goal for yourself, that you're going to commit to doing the 60 days, or if it's a workout class or, you know, just whatever, you know, set a goal, keep the promise that you're going to achieve it to yourself. And it does, it really helps you build self-trust and self-confidence. Number 13 make a playlist of songs that empower you. So this one is also pretty self-explanatory, but think of all the songs that just make you feel good or, you know, empower you, like I said, and then you can just listen to it in the car or at home and music will, music will heal you. (laughs) It will make you feel better. No, well, I love music so much. And like I, my kids love music too. And so I have like specific songs you know because I want them to listen to their little they need to listen to cleaner music but I have like specific songs that we all just love to dance to mm-hmm. you know and so that's something that like obviously do for yourself in your quiet time but you can also incorporate into your everyday life if that's hard for you if you don't have time to listen to music by yourself that you can you know bring your kids into it or whatever and mm-hmm. yeah and they love it yeah All right, 14, take a social media break or social media cleanup. (laughs) I love this one because seriously, social media, I love it, but it can be so toxic. Like seriously, I... There is no one who has not like at least at one point in their life felt bad because of something on social media. Oh yeah. Whether it's comparing yourself to someone or just whatever it is. If I start my day looking at Instagram is a bad way to start my day. I really try not to. every day. (laughs) I really try not to because I just feel like that immediate, like those immediate thoughts in your head of like, I should be doing this or I wish I was doing that or I wish I had this. Like just not a great way to start your day. I also am very into muting people. (laughs) Like there are just some people that I just 
don't want to unfollow because of whatever reason. Maybe I just don't want to offend them or, you Mm -hmm. know, but you know, not everyone's content is going to be for you or leave you feeling good. And that doesn't say necessarily anything about them. I think it does say more about you, but I think we have to protect our peace. And Mm -hmm. sometimes we have to take it to the level of just muting someone or unfollowing them if it's not going to cause a bunch of issues or whatever. But I think muting someone because they can't see it and they don't know and it just like protects your peace. For me, I've, I don't know, I found a lot of success in doing that. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, Okay, number 15, practice self-compassion responses instead of self-esteem responses. So an example of this... I don't know, Haley, what's, what's an example? What's a good example? Um, I feel like a good example of this would be like, like what's something I can do wrong to you? <laughs> Stop it. Nothing ever. I use the example <laughs> when, I was, when I was telling Haley this earlier. I feel like yeah, this is kind a of good a good one. I feel like it's kind of a dumb example, but let's say Haley and I are going to lunch and I'm like 30 minutes late and let's say like, I hate to be late, which I do. Yeah. Which you do. So I feel really bad about it. Okay. So of self esteem response is going to be, oh my gosh, I'm so mad at myself. I should have done things earlier in the day to prepare to be able to leave earlier. And Haley's going to be so mad at me. And I feel just so bad. And I'm I'm the worst friend ever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the worst ever. So instead of doing that, practice a self-compassion response, which is just more so like, you know what? It's okay. Haley's not going to be mad at me. There was a lot going on this morning. My kids were running around crazy. I didn't have time to, you know, take the time to get ready. And, you know, just like she knows me. She knows that I'm not a late person. She probably knows that I'm feeling really bad about this. Right. And stressed about it. Yeah. This is just, this is like a nice way to practice giving yourself grace yeah. instead of just shooting on yourself yeah. the whole time. Yeah. So that's a really good one. Yeah. I love that. That's something I've really had to practice and learn. Yeah. That might be on my list for yeah. my top three things to do. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one. <laughs> All right. Number 16, do something out of your comfort zone. Yeah. I feel like Oh, I feel like this is hard for everyone, obviously, because it's not in our comfort zone. But I don't know. I think this can be done in little ways or in big ways. Like, obviously, obviously for us, like starting this podcast was out of our comfort zone because even mm. though I'm a very extroverted person, I know nothing about technology, you know, about editing a podcast, about, you know, just all the intricacies, like neither of us knew anything. And this was way out of our comfort zone to just start it and do it. Seriously, super out of my comfort zone. Even like my husband listening to our last two episodes, he's like, you need to stop apologizing. You need to stop saying you're so embarrassed. I'm like, yeah, I genuinely am though. This is something that's out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Doing things that are out of your comfort zone, again, really build your confidence because you did something that you didn't know or like think you could do. Yeah. So it is a way to build your confidence. And this can be something that's like, I keep using a workout class as like an example, but like, let's just say like you hate to go to the gym and you don't want people to see you work out. You feel self-conscious, whatever. So let's say you decide to take a workout class for 
30 days and that's out of your comfort zone. You know, that can count. So whatever it is. Yeah. Like maybe you in your neighborhood, they do like a weekly neighborhood play date and Mm -hmm. you're always like, oh, I don't want to go because... I don't really know people well and all these things, but like maybe this next week you just commit to going and tell yourself it's going to be great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Number, what one are we on? Number 17. Thank you. (laughs) Set an alarm and wake up before kids to take care of your basic needs. And this is something I really, like I might have to make this one mine because this is something I really need to work on. I am the snooze button queen. Yeah. And I rarely ever wake up before my kids. And if I set an alarm and wake up before my kids and I get ready and I do my workout and I can like sit there and have a moment to myself before my kids wake up, I am in a much better mood than when I wake up to Ivy screaming. Yeah. (laughs) Or Kale asking for a yogurt or a show. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's just not the best way to wake up for me. Like this looks like shower, get ready, eat breakfast. I feel like eating without my children is paradise. Like it's just so such a good thing for me to do. I will like drink my coffee and listen to like my worship music because I love to do that. And I just feel like doing this really humanizes me and just reminds me like makes me remember that I am a human being yeah, and that and my that you're needs more than a mom. Yes. And that my needs matter, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And even if you don't have kids, like this can look like, like I previously said, like staying off of, off of social media, like don't look at your texts, don't look at your emails and all the things that will still be waiting for you when you're done taking care of your basic needs first. So like, even if you don't have kids, I feel like this still applies. Mm-hmm. That's a great one. Number 18, eat more nutritious foods. Ooh, this one's also on my list probably. <laughs> and I feel like this one's kind of like basic and like cliche to say. Like I feel like if you look up a list on Google, like it's going to be like eat better, eat healthier. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is really hard for me actually because I do have like a, I have a history of having a pretty negative relationship with food. It's something I still struggle with every single day. Like labeling my food can just put me in a really bad like mindset and negative spiral if I label them as like good or not good Mm -hmm. you know um but I kind of have like a script about foods that I eat that I say in my head and I when I'm eating something that I know is going to nourish my body I just am like this food is nourishing my body it will help me to feel good today and I deserve to feel good Mm -hmm. and kind of on the flip side like if I eat something that isn't considered nutritious my script might sound like there is no bad food. Eating this type of food in moderation is normal and a healthy thing to do. And it makes me happy in a different way. It's comforting, you know, but I've recognized like just with a lot of trial and error with food in my life that if I do eat foods that have more nutrients, I just feel better overall. Mm -hmm. And it just feels like I'm doing something to take care of my body when my body has taken care of me for mm-hmm. a really long time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just feel like it's one of the best ways to show ourselves love. I think so too. Am I good at it? No. Well, me either. I'm okay. sitting here drinking a 32 ounce <laughs> Diet Coke. Well, even when I am eating my nutritious food every day, I will still be drinking a diet. Dr. Yeah. Pepper. Well, and I always have to have a treat. 
If I eat a salad, I'm having a treat. I got to have chocolate, you know? But it's Mm -hmm. like, it's just, again, like you have to get yourself in a better mindset and a healthy relationship with food. But I think just prioritizing foods with better nutrients just helps you feel better overall. Yeah. It's good for your mental health too. Okay. Number 19, connect back with yourself throughout the day. Um, You brought this one to the table. I really liked it though. I didn't, I didn't like this thought didn't come to my mind when we were making this list, but I, I really like it. I like the idea of like stopping and really just asking yourself, like, how are you doing and what do you need? Yeah. Right now at this moment. Yep. So, yeah, I love that. I had a Reiki therapist tell me once that I lived outside of my body a lot and it's kind of like a weird concept, but it was just because a lot of like things I was doing, I was in a very like responsive kind of, um, what's the right word? Like I was just being very reactive. Mm -hmm. That's the right word. And so, and a lot of that, a lot of times that can happen because of like trauma or stress or whatever. So a lot of the day, like I don't check in with myself and especially like when I'm feeling big emotions, then I just react. Um, but one thing I've done is just taking a few minutes every day to check in with myself and see how I'm actually feeling, noticing like what sensations are happening in my body. Like a lot of times I'll feel like my like chest is just like heavy or I'm like really fidgety. Um, and then I can take a few deep breaths and like work out in my mind, like why I might be feeling that way. And then just kind of like letting things go for that moment. Like even Mm -hmm. if it's things that maybe I need to further like address, like maybe I'm offended by someone or it's a stressor that needs to, you know, like be addressed later. I can let it go for that moment Mm -hmm. and just like offer myself some peace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. I like that one too. And then number 20 is write down your successes or say them out loud. This can even be you like texting them to your spouse or your friend. Um, But just like acknowledging that you have had success that day Mm -hmm. in something, whether it's big or small. Yeah. Even if you've had like the worst day, it is nice to just at least acknowledge one positive thing. Yep. Like, yeah, I had a terrible day, but you know what? I took my kid to preschool and that was good for them. Yeah. And that's a a success because I didn't want to leave the house today. Yeah. And this one's nice too, because like you said, you can either just like say to yourself or you can write it down or just whatever, but it's a really, it's a really quick one you can do. So I feel like that one is, that one's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number 21, we are almost to the end of this list treat yourself. So like we were saying before, it's like sometimes you just need a treat, but also I think you don't need an excuse always. Like you don't, or I should, I should say that differently. You don't need to like have a reason to reward yourself. Right. You can just reward yourself just because, and it doesn't have to be like, Oh, I deserve like to eat a whole pizza or, Oh, I deserve this diamond necklace. Like it doesn't have to be anything astronomical, right? but literally it's like, if you love to go to swig every day and get a diet Coke and that makes you feel good just because it just does. Yeah. Treat yourself. Yeah. You don't have to go to the gym to earn your diet Coke. Exactly. Just drink it because you deserve to have something small fill you up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's just for you. Mm -hmm. All right. Last one. Say no to things that are in your control. I feel like as adults, we have a lot. 
I don't know, we just do a lot of things that we don't necessarily want to do. (laughs) And so saying no to things that we can control that don't serve us, I feel like is really healthy. And I feel like we are learning as adults, especially like in our generation and younger to set and keep boundaries. And I think it's really good. Um, But we just have to realize like we can't do it all. Like we can't say yes to everything. We can't help everyone. We can't do every activity for ourselves or with our kids or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, We just have to set small boundaries to protect our own sanity. Yeah. This is something that I really struggle with. Really? Yeah. And have been getting more in practice with the past few years, but I think it's important. It is really important to set boundaries. Number one, but number two, to get to a place where you don't feel guilty for setting those boundaries or feeling like you are a mean person. Yeah. Which is really hard, but yeah. And I will say like, you do have to keep an eye out for people who do or don't respect your boundaries and just kind of take a a mental note because I think people that love you will understand that there's a reason you have those boundaries and they don't see the full scope of things. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I feel like you kind of maybe might see some red flags with people if they're not (laughs) respecting those small things. And that's their problem. And that is their problem, not yours. Yeah, totally. Okay, so that's the end of our list. Yeah, we want to offer that challenge to you guys. And we want to know if you do it too. Like if you're committing to do it, we would love if you just like sent us a little message, maybe told us which one or a couple of them that you're going to do. And then we can like check back in with you too. Yeah, cute. Let us know, like Haley said, which ones you're going to do. If you're going to do it, pick what works best for you. Make it your own. I'll make like a little Instagram visual so that... You know, you're not having to just like relate back to this episode. Oh, yeah, that's times. a good idea. Yeah, I'll make something that you can see and you can pick from. Um, but we, I just want to end with saying that like you are important and prioritizing yourself is important and you cannot love or like give love in a good way unless you like focus on loving yourself first. Yeah. So. I know it's hard. I know that, you know, 60 day at the end of 60 days, you're not going to be like, oh, I love myself so much and I'm done with my journey journey. of loving myself. Like it's lifelong, but at least like maybe you can develop some habits and self-love tactics in 60 days. Yeah. That you can refer back to when things do get really hard. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Let us know if you participate. We're going to be starting what? Probably the day after this podcast airs. So it'll be next uh, Tuesday. Uh, yeah, next Tuesday. Don't ask me what date that I know. is. I know. <laughs> couldn't couldn't be me to know it. That's what I was trying to think of in my head, but yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for listening. Um go ahead and follow us on Instagram at twoblondes.onepod. I always have a hard time saying that. Yeah, it's kind of a mouthful. It's like yeah. twoblondes.onepod. Um and if you are feeling generous and you love us, please go give us a rate and review. Um you know, preferably a good one. 5 stars yeah. only. If you didn't like it, maybe just skip that part. <laughs> <laughs> no, 5 stars only. Um it would really help our podcast and our ratings and you know, we're trying we're trying to do a good job. So, anyway, we hope you guys have a great day and we will talk to you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.